Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Good morning and welcome into Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson in the great town of Eastland, Texas with Kennedy Financial Services. And I tell you what, it's been a weekend and I can't thank you enough if you've been praying for all of us here in Eastland, Texas. We need it. We continue to need it as I'm recording the show this morning. Uh, It's still not raining and the winds are still blowing and uh, there's been certainly a lot of favor and blessings in our way. Obviously, we did lose a sheriff's deputy, Mrs. Barbara Finley, and our our hearts and prayers go out to her family. But uh, there has been so many people here that I think are feeling the overwhelming blessing of just being able to survive uh, this tragedy and and what's going on with all this devastation. So please keep your prayers uh, for Eastland, Texas, and these fires, these winds to subside. And, um, you know, on that note, we're, we're going to be talking about spring cleaning. I, I really didn't plan for that to happen, but this is one way to get the cleaning done, right, is that we're all going to have some beautiful green grass here in about a month, um, and, and we'll certainly be rejoicing in that. But let's get on to Life Planning 101 this morning, and we are going to be talking about spring cleaning your financial house. So everybody loves a good little Johnny joke, right? Well, One day, little Johnny said to his mother, he said, Mom, remember that vase that you're always worried I'd break? And she said, yes, what about it? He said, well, your worries are over. (laughs) I can totally relate. You know, we have two children, and I honestly introduced them as this is search and this is destroy. It's like one just hunts out the trouble, and the other's like, bam, bam, coming in behind it. So uh, literally keep everything locked up, closed up, moved around. And my husband's always saying, just imagine it broken. Just imagine it broken. But it's certainly one way to get your house clean, right? It's just let search and destroy to go through it. No, 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 that's not what we want. It's certainly not what we want in our financial life is to find out too little too late right, that our spring cleaning was needed and, and it never got needed. I um, I ran into, as I was looking for things for the show today, you know, I always love being able to put a smile on everybody's face. And uh, there's one of these old cards that said, our house is not messy. It's just like obstacle courses. <laughs> and I, I do feel that way every time I step on a toy hot wheel or something to that nature. But, um, you know, your financial house can get a little bit that way, get like an obstacle course. And that's when it actually gets a little scary because big things can happen out of that. So, you know, here we are, first part of spring. And, you know, have you ever met someone that doesn't have some area of clutter in their house? As I was actually writing this, I was thinking about some of the most clean, organized, wonderful women that I know that I think, oh my gosh, I would love for you to come to my house. And I would be willing to bet that even those people have a closet, a drawer, or something that gets cluttered from time to time. We've all got it, right? Life gets busy. We just say, oh, I'll deal with that later. And you throw it in there, shove it in there. I'll never forget. Eddie comes over to my house, good friend of mine, and he's uh, looking for a, a magic marker so that they can make marks on stuff. And he opens our clutter drawer. And I'm like, he's like, ah, don't worry about it. We all got one. <laughs> It is so true. We do. We just throw stuff in there and claiming to deal with it later. And then, you know, the funny thing is, is by the time you actually get to dealing with it, you're like, 
why did I keep any of this stuff? I don't need half of it. I don't need almost any of it, right? And so hence this point that we get to that it becomes an all-day project, and we call it spring cleaning. Well, truth be told, your financial house is no different than this. In fact, in fact, it may be worse than this because it's kind of one of those out of sight, out of minds. You don't walk by it or open the drawer every single day. And then when you start to look at it or you get the credit card bill or something, you think, oh my goodness. And that's really what happens is we just keep get putting it off until it gets bad enough that we deal with it. And I think that almost every single person is guilty of that in some form or fashion, in some area of their financial house. And to help you with that picture of what your financial house looks like, by the way, we're going to have a great graphic. Um, make sure that you you know subscribe to our newsletter at www.kennedy-financial.com and you'll be able to get this graphic of this financial house. It actually gives you some different ideas of things that might need some spring cleaning or, or things to jog your memory before they get out of hand, before it becomes the obstacle course and before little Johnny breaks that face, right? So uh, truth be told, we've got this financial house that does need financial cleaning and you know, it can get messy without you even knowing it. I'll never forget. I think it was um, last fall I was working with a couple and this is a very organized couple and they really, of most people, they have a lot of their financial house in order and keep it that way and they do a great job. But we found one hole when we were going through everything that could have destroyed their entire financial house had something gone wrong with that hole. And the reality is, is that, you know, we think that we have everything in order. We think that everything is in its place. But even when it's in order, even when it's in its place, your finances don't stay stagnant. Well, what do I mean by that? Okay, well, think about these last several years. The market has been climbing a wall of worry, right? Every time we think we're at the height and we think it can't go much higher, it keeps climbing. Um, inflation. Yeah, that little thing that, you know, at the gas pump, mm -hmm, we're all noticing it, right? At the grocery store, we're all noticing it, right? So this is a real deal. Your finances don't stay stagnant. Um, I know I, I live in Texas and we were working on our house. We had a bunch of hail damage and at the same time needed to redo some plumbing. We had it, oh, jackhammer through the floors. It was horrible. But anyway, we, we decided to, okay, we'll refinance the house and we'll do some improvements and uh, of course, getting workers was a very big challenge, especially in rural Eastland. So our project took over a year. So that meant that we had to get two appraisals, the first appraisal, and then we had to get the second appraisal because it was over one year. Our appraisal literally came in over 20% higher than it did just 12 months ago. So, you know, it doesn't even have to be something that you see in the market every day that you see is going up. Your finances don't stay stagnant. And so what does that mean for your financial house? It means that it can get messy without you even knowing it. It means that it could get dangerous. It could be a fire hazard without you even knowing it. And we're going to talk about that when we come back on Life Planning 101. You're not going to want to miss this show. Welcome back into Life Planning 101. Thank you for joining us this Monday morning. And I tell you what, again, prayers for Eastland County, please. Uh, we're, we're asking for them. We need, we need a gusher of a rainstorm to come in here, and we need these uh, winds to subside. And 
Um, you know, we've been so blessed and, and, and obviously there has been life lost, uh, but so many, and so many people are displaced, but, uh, we are blessed and we're pulling together as a community and it's, it's just, it's heartwarming to see the world pulling together for us. So, uh, prayers for Eastland County. And we're talking about spring cleaning your financial house. If there's not more to spring clean, right? I think my version of spring cleaning is like, Hmm, let me grab, grab a glass of wine and maybe get the Lysol out and <laughs> spray things. Well, it doesn't quite work that way, right? We all know that we have to get our hands dirty from time to time to clean out the clutter. Get rid of it. We all have some clutter in our life. And your financial life is probably even worse because you aren't staring at it every single day like you are that corner of your house or that closet that you open up or that garage that you drive into or maybe can't even drive into, um, your financial house gets cluttered all over the place. And before the break, I was sharing with you, you know, an example of even if you are the most orderly and organized and everything, your finances don't stay stagnant. It's true. And that means that you can get a messy house without even knowing it. It can just happen. And so here's an example. Take your liability insurance, all right? So that is, and just just to, I really want to get this to elementary zone here. So your liability insurance, what is your liability insurance? Okay, your liability insurance is, let's imagine that someone gets hurt on your property or you are in a car wreck and it injures someone very badly. And are you liable for those injuries? Are you liable that they can't go back to work ever? Are you liable for what happens there? And you could be, right? So you have this liability that is on your property and casualty insurance of a certain amount. And that amount, it may be just on your auto. It may be different on your homeowners. I actually was looking at one last week. They had more on the homeowners than they had on the auto, which was weird because if the auto, you know, you're more likely to get an accident and have more liability there than you are your homeowners. I mean, that's statistics, right? But it was really weird. And you may have an umbrella policy on top of that that covers everything. And that's just on the personal end. And this is where things get messy. Let's say that you have a business. Let's say that you have rental houses. Let's say that you have other things, right? So how does your liability insurance play into all those? Does that mean the things on your home and your auto cover those other things? Nope. Does that mean your umbrella covers those other things? Well, it may or may not. It depends on how everything's classified. And that's really important to understand that. Let's say that you have several entities that own these different things. And then how does that work with your liability? Oh my gosh, we just got even more complex, right? But this is a big piece because if you were to get sued, if you were to get sued, what would happen? Do you know? What would you do? Do you know? And I don't know about you, but I'd rather call the insurance company and let them have their big time attorneys come and and pour out over that suit rather than me trying to find an attorney, engage an attorney, pay an attorney and be worth all that. So this is a huge piece of your financial house. And that's obviously why I'm talking about it first. But it's also the piece that gets out of the whack the quickest and you don't even know it. And I would be willing to bet that if you haven't reviewed your liability coverages over these last, I don't know, six or so years, you probably need to do that because what did we just talk about? The market's up, right? Your investments, they're up. What are property values? They're up. Everything you own has probably gone up in value. And so does your liability insurance cover those things? And is it set up right? You know, I mentioned before the break that we were working with a couple who thought they had everything organized. But the way 
the way that their liability was set, they thought they were overinsured, by the way, um, but the way that their liability insurance was set up, they actually weren't covered in several areas, didn't have any. Well, they had some, but it wasn't near enough, right? Not near enough. So what do you need to do? Well, my question is this, with your spring cleaning, when was the last time that you reviewed that liability insurance with your life planner? Notice I didn't say insurance agent. Hmm. We're going to get to that piece in a moment. But back to that review. Have your assets gone up? Have they changed? Have you bought something? Have you sold something? Have you done anything? And it could be outdated, discombobulated, all those things, right? And the worst thing is that you find out the hard way. Ooh, that'd be bad, right? So how is that possible? Well, that gets back to that life planner piece. Here's another bet. I'm going to bet that you and your insurance agent, or oh, better yet, agents, <laughs> um, I giggle because if you have multiple agents and you're trying to piece together your liability, who's really overlooking all that, right? Um, but I'm, I'm gonna willing to bet that you guys work on a, what's called a don't ask, don't tell situation. Mm -hmm. Yep, that means that you only tell them what you bought and what you think they need to know and they only ask you questions around that pertinent property and maybe you don't tell them quite everything they even ask because you're like, that's another business. I don't need them to know all that information, do I? So here's ultimately what the agent has or agents have is they have about four or five pieces of a very large, very large, um, I don't know what the largest jigsaw puzzle is out there, what, 2,500 pieces, 5,000 pieces, 10,000 pieces? Yeah, the biggest out there, right? They have four or five parts, random, miscellaneous parts of that jigsaw puzzle without a full picture of what's on the box and a picture of what those parts even look like. Yup. So they are building out your insurance by trial and error. Something you really don't want to happen when you're trying to protect everything, everything you built, right? Because that's what the point of the liability insurance is in the first place, is to protect everything that you built from lawsuits, from bad things happening that could happen and not by the fact of you trying to make them happen. It happens. Things happen. So needless to say, that's just one example of some spring cleaning that you might want for your financial house. Again, we're going to have this really cool house built on our website. Make sure you're subscribing to our newsletter, www.kennedy-financial.com. I know we're also going to be tweeting that house. We're going to be all those social media things. And so pass it along because I, I do believe that there's some area of a financial house that everybody needs to work on this spring. There might be multiple areas. It might be too big to tackle, but at least tackling one is better than none. So when we come back on Life Planning 101, we're going to hit where it hurts, your pocketbook in spring cleaning there when we come back. Welcome back to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services here in the great town of Eastland, Texas. And we are talking about a spring cleaning. Oh, how fun, how fun, how fun, right? <laughs> no, no, none of us like to, to clean. But the reality is, is we're talking about spring cleaning for your finances. And you know that the best part about spring cleaning is 
It's after you're done, right? You look at it and you're so proud of your accomplishments and it feels so good. Yes, that's the time for the glass of wine for sure. So let's get there, right? And let's pinpoint the most damaging spot. And I would be willing to bet that there's something that is hurting everybody right now. And that is your pocketbook. You know, most of us are thinking just a little bit differently when we go to that gas pump or when we think about going somewhere and what that might cost us because we're feeling it, right? It's painful to fill up your car. It's pain. It's even more painful to fill up a diesel truck. Whew. But, you know, that's that's bad. And inflation just overall is a beast right now. It is so bad. So, you know, the truth is, is that you can't change all of that individually. You just can't. You're really a victim of it. And, you know, what do you do about it, right, at the end of the day? Well, there is something that you can do about it because you can spring clean other areas of your pocketbook to give you some relief. And everybody says, oh, I don't know if I have any way to do that. Things are just so expensive these days. I don't know how to make them any different. How does this work, right? Well, let me give you some ideas. I want you to schedule some time. And I want you to look through your credit card statements and your bank account statements. Just Go online if you do them there or get them by hand. Just look through them. And I want you to highlight all the subscription services, the monthly subscription services, the quarterly subscription services, the annual subscription services. You've got them. They got you hooked. I know they do. And your mobile apps, right? Highlight them all. What do you actually need? What are you actually using? What if you actually not touched in over a year and you're still paying for it? That's the most painful ones, right? What about those streaming services? Hmm. You know, so we're all really excited. I, I know I was the first to jump ship and, and get off the satellite and, you know, try trial and error, figure out how to watch the NFL, <laughs> watch the Cowboys, you know, figure all that out, right? Um, but what is the total cost of your TV time now? Because it seems like everything you pay this ooh, itty bitty little $4.99 a month. Well, it's not $4.99 a month by the time you add it all up. So what is the total cost of your TV time? What are the all the streaming services that you're paying to? And is that really necessary? Maybe you should alternate. Maybe you should figure out some ways to do some things different. And then what are all the other memberships and subscriptions um, that you have on there? What are you reading, websites, um, you know, even physically, you know, are you, <laughs> everybody wants a gym membership in January. That's, you know, the hot thing to do, but do you actually use it? Are you actually doing it? You need to, but definitely need to be able to, to look through those and make sure that they're all still relevant. So I'd be willing to bet, here's another bet. My gosh, I'm just a bet woman this morning, but um, I'd be willing to bet that you're paying for at least one or two subscriptions that you don't need or otherwise. And, you know, the way I look at that is that might just fill up a few gallons of gas each week. That's exciting, right? So you can hedge all of this just going through your financial house and seeing what is actually applicable and seeing what's not. Also, here's another idea. What about all your providers? Okay, so when was the last time that you actually shopped some things around? Or are you using all of the services that you're paying for? Or, you know, what? So, for example, your electricity. Are you on the best plan for your area? Um, I know here in Texas, that's a pretty big deal because you can be on the wrong plan and your bill can be hundreds of dollars higher than it would be if you were on the plan that was kind of fit for your household. Um, you know, going back to those insurances, shopping your insurances, and this is where it's 
really important, by the way, here's my caveat, is to work with your life planner on that because when you're shopping insurances, they may cut corners and cut areas to save you money, but it's not what you actually need. But it is important to shop those ever so often and make sure that you're still getting uh, what's relevant for your situation. Again, all of your you know subscriptions and streaming and um, making sure that that's all in order. What about your cell phone? Um, you know, what about your credit cards that you're using? All of those things. You could be looking through that list and determining if you need to shop some things around or even get rid of a few things. You might be surprised with that, right? So here's just a few ideas of your spring cleaning. Like I said, we're going to have this really great tool to help you rack your brain on your financial house. It is literally going to be a picture of a house, right? And in that house, you have everything from the protection to you have the, um, you know, budgeting, as we talked about, debt management. That's another big one that we didn't even talk about today. You know, we have um, your legal documents. You have your financial blueprint. What's your future look like? Your goals. Do you have your savings in order? Your retirement. How's that look? Is it going to work? Is it not going to work? I mean, that's the bottom line. And then what about your other goals and dreams, your charities, your families, um, the big things that you want to accomplish, the experiences that you want to have, right? So is all of this in order? And, and my bet is, is that for most people, it's not. And for most people, it may be overwhelming. So start bottom up. That's your priority. Start the bottom up because it, a house has a foundation. Without a foundation, everything's going to fall apart every, without a good foundation, right? I mean, that's even biblical, right? So get that good foundation built. That's really, really important to be able to do. So here's your steps. Number one, look at the house and pick something. Pick the most important thing. Number two, calendarize. Put the time on the calendar that you're going to do. Block it off. Do not let anyone disturb and just get after it. And then number three, revel in your hard work. Have that glass of wine. And you know what? For good measure, go ahead and get that Lysol out and just do your spring cleaning with your glass of wine and Lysol, right? So happy spring cleaning to everyone. I wish and hope and pray that everyone stays safe. I do know that um, you know, there's a lot of help needed here in Eastland, Texas. If you're willing to reach out, that'd be wonderful. And uh, God bless everyone. God bless all of our listeners and have a great week. And my name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services here in the great town of Eastland, Texas. Be sure to visit us online at www.kennedy-financial.com and join us next week while our CFA comes on. You're not going to want to miss, especially in this environment, what's going on with these markets with black and white investing. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping, and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoeandassociates.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC, investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC, Kennedy Financial Services, and Smart Money Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.